Before we start this evening's broadcast, we'd like to remind everyone that while Sutton Orbital News is a factual news programme, we do report the facts as we see them, and that often means looking at them through our very own specially crafted lenses. Nothing you hear in the next hour should be taken seriously. We certainly don't take it seriously when we're writing it. Looking at the pile of reports, talking to the cat that's attempting to play with the big red button on the desk, it's offloading some of his woes. In the background, a quantum clock shows approximately the right time. It's said that it only ticks approximately once every 24 hours. But if you look really closely, even with only a day hand on it, it's suspiciously looking like it's about to go tick. <sighs> I mean, just look at it. Pile after pile of reports. Bounties, bonds, all this trade, numbers of Thargoids defeated, and you'd never believe the amount of exploration data. Every, every day. It's a wonder the old abacus doesn't catch fire. I think it's easy running a galaxy, but oh no, there's all the colouring in to do. We've got whole teams here at Shinrata Desert with crayons scribbling away at planet after planet. And let me tell you, anybody who says that fjords are the best bit is just talking nonsense. They're just a horror for getting cramp on all the fiddly bits. And then there are the light bulbs. No one realises how big the cupboard is with all the light bulbs in. Just flying around every star system, changing them when they blow, is just a never-ending task. We almost cry with joy when one goes supernova and we don't have to change it ever again until we change it to the black light bulb. All these factions demanding to know if they've taken this station or won that settlement every day. The health board wanting the Pilots' Federation to put up outbreak warnings. The local police forces and their panic over pirate attacks. But it's just the simple things, like this big red button. You wouldn't believe how easy it would be just to drop a box file on it by mistake. It's a good thing they've added a safety cover. I mean, it's not as if there's a really complex server behind everything like they do in video games. I wish all of it hand done every day. I suppose at least the cat seems to enjoy it all. You do realise that our mic's alive, don't you? <sighs> Bother. Good evening and welcome to Hutton Live from LaveCon. So wait, that last bit, we're not putting that out on the internet, are we? Um, no, definitely not. We'll tidy it up in the edit. I mean, it's not as if there's an audience tuned in at the moment. They're all probably at the bar getting their orders in. Ooh, mine's a paint of the good stuff. Make that two for one. It's okay, I've got the Centauri magazine open here if we miss last orders. It's almost as if... We've done all this before. And now for our special show. We fill the next hour with fun, so you don't have to. They say that sharing is caring. Bright lights bring cockpit frights. Thanks to the magic of numbers, you now know exactly how much trouble you're in. The gossip columns are back as smear campaigns return to the galaxy. Just when you thought it was safe to hit boost. Invisible rock blocks stop, or do they? I'm looking through what state the galaxy is in. And I've got the highlights of the only important community event that's happening right now. First tonight, some breaking news that's dear to the heart of many a Hutton trucker. And we suspect possibly a few Lavians as well. Getting up to stuff with other people. For years, Hutton truckers have espoused the mantra of PWP, pilot with pilot interaction, the kind that involves doing stuff 
together. With the steady evolution from the hut-and-run en masse to wings and things and onward to the faction squadron and then planet-side shenanigans, it was only a matter of time before Hutton truckers were able to do the Odyssey conga and get together in person at the bar or at settlements to do their thing. The Pilots' Federation, in recognition of this burning desire, we would at this point like to point out that burning desire is neither one of the available options at Wanders, nor is it a condition that needs the tender ministrations of Nurse Wyeth. Anyway, they've authorised mission givers in the social spaces in stations to invite more than one person at once to do the necessary. Yes, we can now take on the dirty scavs, cut open the debris and get our hands on the stuff, and of course, borrow the AA batteries from just about anywhere on foot and share in the bounty. All missions are now available for Hutton truckers to hit that most glorious of buttons, the one marked share. As Alvin is fond of telling everyone, sharing is a requirement, especially when you've got sausages, and he hasn't. Well, it's wrong, just wrong. A pilot's cockpit is his or hers or their castle. If we want to leave discarding McVargoid wrappers under the pilot seat or cans of conga ale stuck to the ceiling, we ought to be able to do so in peace. No such luck this week for the grubbier commanders out in the galaxy as the manufacturers signed a new deal with lightbulb lighting and glow-in-the-dark emissive surface supplier Shiny Globes and Bulbs Inc. for higher wattage, better coverage bulbs. Well, your cockpit used to resemble the kind of Ouija pub where it was so dim that it didn't matter if the last you were chatting up looked like your Auntie Senga. And, no offence to Auntie Senga, she was a looker when she still had her teeth. And the floor was a little sticky, but you didn't mind because you couldn't see what you'd just stood in. Now it's like a Galtube streamer's study, all sparkly and spangly and shiny. We can now see, when looking in from the outside, that you stuff those packets down the side of your seat that you probably wipe your hands on the upholstery after the nice and spicy Karsuki locusts. And as for that stain on your elephant butt leather dash, well, you can't hide that at all. And good news though, it's great for selfies. When engaging in combat in your ship or attempting the kind of percussive flight manoeuvre known as the Dirty Hober, to date, you've been able to keep an eye on the state of your shields using a simple set of rules. You've got all of them, some of them, a little bit, and oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, run away! Measured in concentric rings, like onions. Peel your onion too far and it will bring tears to your eyes. However, after appeals by pilots that they needed to know exactly how much trouble they were in, the Pilots' Federation have downloaded a new font and added a little number at the bottom of the display. Now, you too can fine-tune your oshitometer to tell you in precise detail exactly how many jewels that Federal Assault ship took out of you on that high-contact flyby or exactly how fast those Tharglets are eating your energy field when you've upset them. For the last few weeks, the galaxy has been a very measured, polite and scandal-free place. The galactic red tops, the muckrakers and the salacious spreaders of biowaste on social media have been bereft of content, as concerted smear campaigns have been outlawed. Despite desperate pleas from engineers to be given the skinny on who is doing what with who and to whom, long lens and grainy photographs of this imperial senator with that federal admirals, and of course, the usual smattering of funny handshakes and dodgy black briefcases stuffed with void opals changing hands courtesy of the dark wheel. There has been absolutely no smearing anyone in the tabloids. That's all about to change as some of the more dodgy factions in the galaxy have been hacking into everyone's datapad and downloading everything from your cockpit browser history to the contents of the private email accounts. Official ones being, of course, completely unused from official communications, as that could be traced. Uh, this hacked data has then been shared with story-starved hacks and column-inch-chasing editors throughout the galaxy. And, as far as we can tell, 
shared to data terminals littered in settlements far and wide. To anyone with an e-breach kit, it's child's play to walk up to a terminal, stick your thingy up against the pad and click the button. Getting the latest on which federal leader has been avoiding their taxes, which imperial scion has been cut off by their wealthy parent for absconding to Alliance space, which federal minister has been caught standing under a security camera and breaching outbreak quarantine rules, and which zero-g basketballer has been caught slam-dunking their coach. The officially designated engineers are said to be so delighted that they can catch up on the goss that they're reopening shop to give you the latest upgrades for your suits and weapons in return for a little bit of tittle-tattle. Jetpacks. Great for leaping tall buildings at a single bound. Even better for getting to the top of tall buildings if you're sporting a sniper rifle, silencer and are on a mission to clear out some scavengers. If you're out sampling the local biological life and have forgotten or broken your scarab, you can bunny hop your way across the landscape or in low gravity superman your way between hilltops. However, certain of the more shady pilots in the galaxy have been misusing their jetpacks to get away with things. When, spaced with, when faced with a stop and search request when out at a nearby settlement and realising that, that they've got a pocket full of stolen plans for the Death Star, a few e-breach hacking kits or enough armaments to take down serious cooperation, pilots have been firing their jump assist. Going off like a firework in front of a security guard, leaving their faceplates scorched from the jet wake quite often left them confused, bemused and quite frankly at a complete loss to issue the obligatory fine and most probably a laser carbine to the unmentionables before issuing a trip to the nearest detention centre. Many an infiltration party has synchronised their getaways like a display on the night shift 4th of July celebrations and gone skyward at the first sign of trouble, but no longer. The latest scanning technology from the Sirius Corporation means that anyone caught attempting to escape the short arm of the law by means of a lot of thrust will face a full penalty, whether that be a large fine, an even larger amount of laser fire, or just, in the case of low gravity worlds, some surface to air missiles depends on the situation. But be it reassured, here at the Pilots Federation we take law breaking seriously. And don't forget, loitering is a crime, punishable by a large rebuy. Commander Chicks waxed lyrical the other week with tales of new silica rocks that to all intents and purposes were absolutely invisible to the naked eye. Due to some complex diffraction of light, they were able to cast rudimentary shadows, but when charging around in your scarab they created a hazard that tripped up many a surface explorer. Videos were released of commanders seemingly standing on thin air as they climbed these invisible objects. Remlock, creators of the ubiquitous pilot helmet and survival equipment for setting foot on planets, have discovered that the transparent alloy used for the faceplates was the guilty party, a part common to the glass bubbles used in Scarab vehicles as well. When faced with certain wavelengths of light reflected and refracted off just the right kind of rocks and polarised in just the right kind of way, it rendered obstacles all but invisible. After a quick safety recall in the last few days, all pilots' helmets have been sprayed with a monomolecular compound that corrects this problem, meaning that the rock you just stubbed your toe on is now entirely your fault for not watching where you were going, and not just a nasty surprise waiting to jump out and damage your suspension. There are rumours that the atom-thick coating doesn't block the rocks, but may still render your peripheral vision totally incapable of seeing things well, just at the edge of your vision, like lampposts, potholes, locked crates, and of course, the legs of the ship you just left. Or, of course, it could be that you really shouldn't be allowed to drive when you've had one too many conga ales, and should just stick to using the automated landing module and shipboard scanners instead. It's Lavecon! 
That means there are pirates attempting to persuade the bar staff to stay open later than last orders, there's an outbreak of enthusiasm in the games room, an infrastructure failure backstage that the tech monkey has been battling all day, war on the battle cards table, boom as a result of a guest attempting to swallow their mic when talking, and of course an election to see whose turn it is to take over moderating duties on the livestream chat. That aside, Lay's looking nice and stable at the moment, so we'd better look at Hutton's space. Fortunately, uh, for the blood pressure of Hot Pit team, things have settled down somewhat. The crime waves that swept Alpha Centauri and Barnard's star systems were quelled with some alacrity by truckers, dispensing their own exotic flavour of justice. For those who still haven't fully vented their spleens, we have a nasty case of pirates in George's pants, so head over there and become the very model of a modern Major General. At the top end, the usual overachievers are at it again plus a couple of bandwagon jumpers, making nine systems that are over 60%. We've expanded from um, somewhere to um, somewhere else, so it's time to spin the BGS Wheel of Fortune to see which dump we've landed in that we don't want this time. After the last premature expansion, we're drawn at 2-2 in a war with the Confederacy of Biotaka, so fight to help those confounded confederalists and eject us from the system. Speaking of inadvertent invasions, Hutton welcomes the Boop Brigade into LP532-81. We'll provide the gin, but we do hope you brought pizza. Meanwhile in Colonia, Cardinal Hankey asked that truckers fight for hot coal in the war in Pythias against the Societist Eriduritorum de Civitas Dei. Hang on, why can't we have factions with pronounceable names like the Colonia Cooperative? Look, I know we duffed them up only last week, but... Oh, well, never mind. Tomorrow, in Tier, we will be in an election with Jacques, so run election missions and stuff those ballots like they've never been stuffed before. Well, not since last time. We still need to leave Hotel Carcenari where... Oh, wait, we have. We have retreated. Yay, go us. It's only been, well, months. Thanks to Alex Zuno and Chums for finally nailing on that coffin lid. Priorities this week are... Do stuff. Help us. Stop them. See you at the bar. There's only one community event worth talking about this week. And it's this one. No, not Hutton Life. I mean Livecon. Or at least, the Livecon. So I've been in my shop today, over in my second life. My hollow me has been sported in the latest in Livecon branded fashion. We've had Anthony Hunt talking about polishing his helmet live on stream and a good job he's done with it too. Apparently he needs some padding so he doesn't get sore if he uses it too much. Then we've had Commander Phoenix Defire and his little python. Commander Beetle Jude has done a great job colouring it in for him. We've had readings and games and a cow. Did you see the cow? It's lovely to see him on screen again. And what's more, there's more tomorrow on the official Lavecon and Lave Radio streams. There's probably lots of other stuff going on, but this is far more important. There's a raffle for charity, some racing, something retro, and did I mention I was running a get-together at my little shop? That's about it for the community events, and don't forget to drop by tomorrow to see me. And we're live in the studio for a very, very brief chat and a quick hello to our entire crew before we move on with the rest of the show. We are a little time limited this evening because 
we understand Mr. Cow has has to go to bed at some point because he's knackered, uh, as is the tech monkey, who, who's grumbling at, at some of the tech behind the scenes. Anyway, um, so thank you very much to the radio crew this evening. We've got a very full studio. We have uh, Commander Palantir, who is our host with the most this evening. Good evening, Commander Palantir. Good evening. I've got my finger on the button. Um, we I've have been told oh. not to. <clears throat> <laughs> No, don't, don't, don't hit the bong. Yeah, the double bongs. Yeah, yeah. And, and and obviously, obviously, Mister Dusty has interdicted Commander Wotherspoon. We we had two Wotherspoons in earlier. I, I don't know if it was a clone or a hollow me. We had two Wotherspoons, but unfortunately, we don't know whether it was thunderstorms or or solar spots or something managed to interdict Commander Wotherspoon. I don't know if he's there at all. Even even crackly, are you there, Commander Wotherspoon? Not here at all. No, he's no. not. He's, he's vaguely here. He will be here for our special sketch in a minute. Uh, and, and thank you very much for, for joining us this evening. Uh, we have the return of Amelia. Hello. Are you feeling better? We're not going to give secrets away about what happened last week, but that's next week. We're <laughs> yeah, that's talk next about week. That. We yeah. can talk about that. But are you feeling better? I am, yes. And we're very, you. very sorry for making you eat all of those dangerous rares. That's, that's fine. Don't worry, I'm game for more. And we, we have the Apology Officer. Oh, hello. And uh, you're turned up to 11 this evening, but uh, anything special Anything special with you? Or we, we've got sports reports, haven't we, later? We've got sports report, yeah. And you've been watching the sports this evening or maybe earlier in the week before everybody quit and went home? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Earlier in the week. If I put it on now, there'll be too many spoilers. People will get angry and upset because they'd want to watch it tomorrow morning. But we, we, have, an apo- we have an apology from you. Well, no, we don't. We have a sports report from you uh, yeah. coming up in a little bit. Absolutely. Um, we are joined by Commander Chicks. Here we um, now, Commander Chicks, I, I don't know whether you remember the standard format here, um, but in a minute when we get down to our special guest, there is one really important question we have to ask them. There's five words in it. If you're not if you're not sure and you don't remember, just just uh, just just ask. I, and I'm I sure. I can do it. Oh, I could do it too. Yeah, yeah we, we can all we, ask the question. Do you remember the question? We remember the question. Yeah, we don't know the answer. Two, one. What does, what it, all does it all mean? mean? <laughs> and on that note, uh, it's it's our special guest. Um, it is um, the Terminator himself, Commander Dav from the Pilots Federation who we understand may have seen a BGS fly past his cockpit once. What does it all mean, Commander Dav? Is this thing, this, this, this on? Uh, if you do find out what it means, do please let me know. <laughs> yes. Well, look, th- thank you very much um, for joining us this evening. We really do appreciate you giving up your uh, your time to join all of this silliness late much. into the evening. LaveCon is always a pleasure every year. I'm just always astounded at the amount of effort that everybody puts in. And it's just a pleasure to uh, to be able to show up and, uh, and, and chat to my friends. Well, we did we did see you in, in some of the, uh, the, the chats, Twitch chats and, and, and stuff earlier as well. Um, have, have, is there any particular, you know, just one thing, your highlight of the day so far, if you had to put your finger on one thing? Uh, you're asking me to choose favourites? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, what's the least? I'm going to go speed artwork. I can't art myself, and I'm always amazed at when people can art, and therefore watching um, somebody do it at speed whilst also talking about it, I just found very impressive. So well, We're Beetle talking Jude. about Commander Beetlejude there. Yes, we are. Well, yes. I was. Whether you are is a different question. Oh, no, we, we are too. We, I mean, we are always in awe of Commander Beetlejude. But look, thank you very much. And we do have a special segment uh, where, where you are you provide a, a, a guest stunt voice uh, in a little bit as well for us. I'm led to believe it was under appropriate supervision. Yeah, you and uh, one of your colleagues over at the Pilots Federation as well. I understand uh, he's not able to tune in this evening, so he's trusting that we aren't going to embarrass him too badly. Uh, it's, it's fine, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 we'll learn. Oh, dear. But no, it, it's the second time you've appeared on these ones. I think the last one and this one, you were talking about jetpacks. But look, thank you very much for joining us. And I know you're coming to do a couple of our links between segments in a bit as well. Excellent. Um, I look forward to missing my cue. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and um, we, we have Commander Flossie. Hello. And, and how's your shop? Um, it's okay. I don't think I've actually sold anything today, but that was what sold it was anything, all about. Did, did anyone pop in and say hi and, and buy a hoodie? I've or a, a, I've had a few people call in and sort of sit and chat for a bit. And you're doing this tomorrow as well? Yes, well, I've said I will, so I will, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> so, so the short, short version, if somebody wants to find you, it's in Second Life, I believe, if anybody yeah. has that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the short, short version, how do they find you and go to the LaveCon special environment in Second Life? Well, if they've already got an account, just uh, PM me in-game and just say, 
please send me a, an Apex taxi. But you're not called Flossie, <laughs> you are called? I am called Helen Dayton. D-A-Y-T-O-N. So, yeah. yeah, send a friend request to Helen Dayton and... Uh, and, and, I'll ask, and I'll send them a taxi and they can drop straight in. Fantastic. Uh, if they haven't got an account, you can create one free and just go through the beginning area that shows you how to move around and things and then you can PM me and same again. I'll send them an Apex taxi. Fantastic. Well, I, I did this at the last the virtual ECM we did, and it's good fun. And you can, I think you've got a disco ball upstairs and a, and a yeah. party. So, yeah, yeah. Um, pop in there at some point during the morning um, when you're getting ready for listening to the streams or while the streams are on just to have a bit of a boogie down in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in, um, in your dance floor, on the top floor <laughs> of your shop. And I can even do something which people haven't done for a long time. Careful. Crikey. I know it's I late. Give you a hug. You'll put your hand Oh, up. yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> I can give you, you, you a hug, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you're missing those. Um, so, other than that, we have Commander Ventura lurking in the background with his, his tape recorder as well. Uh, good evening, Commander Ventura. I'm not sure whether he can say hi or not, but we're waving at him through the glass. Uh, have I forgotten anybody? I didn't even forget the apology officer, did I? No, no, you remembered me this time. Right, we're not going to talk anymore. What we're going to do is I'm going to hand over any second. Are you ready, Commander Palantir, for the next bit? I'm and if always you are, ready. It's just the everything else that's not ready. I'm ready, but yeah. Now, this bit does have a Wotherspoon in it. So, um, take it away, Palantir. As is traditional during LaveCon... The Hutton Orbital Performers are joined by a few guest stars from the Pilots' Federation for a very special fly-on-the-wall look at the life of parts of the galaxy that you might otherwise have missed. Find a comfy chair, pour yourself a glass of whatever tickles your fancy, and sit back as we head through the keyhole to meet one of the galaxy's luminaries once again. Somewhere not that far from humanity's bubble, in an area that might be the Call 70 sector, or then again could be somewhere else entirely, our virtual camera arrives at a star, turns and accelerates towards a distant planet which grows ever larger in your view screen. Then, down through the clouds, right down to the surface, and then skims gracefully along as it approaches, if you were to look at it with multifaceted eyes, an alien suburbia. Green picket fences and strange-looking alien plants sit in front of dwellings. Strange vehicles stand in what could be driveways, and we zoom closer on one street sign. Watch as we head down to Ammonia Avenue to a rather grand dwelling, where we swoop in through an open window and into what would be, if you liked the number eight and were an expert at making mysterious gargling noises and made the TV turn off just by looking funny at it, the front room of an alien. We're at home with the Thargoids, and looking at the family picture on the mantelpiece, not just any Thargoid, but a certain Tharg the Mighty. The photo can best be described as a widescreen image, more resembling a school photograph from a rather large secondary school, instead of the obligatory happy family with 2.4 children and a dopey but adorable Labrador. Of course, the children have exoskeletons and mandibles, instead of blazers and school ties, and in place of Mr Smith the geography teacher with patches on his elbows, you've got Tharg. Back in the room, Tharg is rather impatiently sitting on his settee, looking at his watch. I know, Brute Father, but the food will be here soon. It had better be good. You know I don't have time for this fancy foreign food. Trust us, we've been having these once a week for months now at Tharg Jr.'s house. His mum makes the best matter alloy dipping sauce. What was it 
You ordered for me again. I've got you a number 69, Occupied Escape Pod. Ooh! Number 42, a portion of Cargo Scoop Surprise. Ah! Two number 21s, those are damaged escape pods and one Chef's Barnacle Special. Ooh! You remembered to tell them, know my coins. I'm allergic to my coin. Definitely know my coins. By the way, what's wrong with your voice? Summer break on the helium world, Dad. You remember. him now dad you're going to love this um i've got a delivery for a mr the mighty you're late sorry about that sir universal cartographics didn't have your address what do you mean you didn't have my address we've been here for millennia. Not according to Universal Cartographics, sir. Typed in Fargoid Homeworld, it said address unknown. Next, you'll be telling me you don't have Rexler in your gunav. Ooh! Rexler, sir. Never heard of it. <laughs> Don't just stand there. What's your name? Dom, sir. Best pilot in 100 light years. Been with Apex Aru for five years now. Got my long service stars. Five of them, see? Ooh! Son. Yes, Dad. He's not a human, is he? Yes, Dad. He's a human. They've been opening up takeaways over in the Pleiades. You can get all sorts. But can I eat him? No, Dad. We can't eat the delivery driver. Me too. This one looks juicy. There you go, sir. 169, 142, 221s and a chef special. Just wait there whilst we open the canisters. Fog's mum says sometimes they mix up the orders. Looks okay to me. What's that? It's an occupied escape pod, Dad. Well, it's not occupied anymore. It's walking around the room. Hello? Where the blazes am I? My, what large mandibles you've got. I take it this is not Lave Station. What is a lave? Well, it's where I posted myself. See, is a sticker on the escape pod. Please deliver to LaveCon. 3rd of July, 3307. Lave, Lave Station. Caution, contents fragile. <laughs> If it's okay with you, sir, I'll just be leaving now. That's some tasty cargo you have there. Have a nice evening. Just stay there. Something's not right with this one. Ooh! I say, that's a little bit rich. Here's me, all dressed up and ready for a party. And I pop out. And look! Thargoids everywhere. Where am I? 
This is the home of Tharg the Mighty, scourge of humanity, destroyer of stations, devourer of worlds. Tharg the Mighty? Don't believe you. I'm sure Tharg's a queen. The queen doesn't lower herself to mundane things like war. She's far too busy. You've got that right, Dad. What's Her Majesty on now? A millionth brood? Hands full, do all of them. I'm not sure I'm very comfortable with this. I say, you there, with the April jacket. I think you've got this wrong. I demand you take me home. Hang on. I just need to wet my whistle first. <sighs> ah, that's better. Delivery, alien. I want to complain. Dad, just leave it. I'll get the chopsticks. This occupied escape pod has... A funny smell. I resent that remark. I washed only last week. (laughs) Here, you smell it. I see what you mean, Dad. Smells flammable. I don't think it's cooked right. Um, it's not supposed to be cooked. Number 69's a raw dish. There's raw... And there's walking around, smelling like paint stripper. I think that's the marinade. Humans are self-marinating, so I've heard. Take it back. This one's spoiled. You'd better do as he says. He has a habit of setting fire to things when he gets angry. Um, okay, look, the boss isn't going to like this. Let's just say you keep the rest of a meal and I give you a few thousand credits back for this one. Only a few thousand credits? That just won't do. I'm worth at least ten times that. I mean, just the gin cost more than that. Oh, bother. The bottle broke. (laughs) My ocular cavities burning. I'd get out of here. Look, take the cash. I'll call you next week. Take your hands off me. I protest. Look, let's get out of here. You do know he's going to eat you. Spoiled? I've never been so insulted. I'll have you know I'm one of the tastiest morsels in the galaxy. I demand to be eaten. Not if you were the last human alive. For goodness sake, come on. Dad. It's okay. Can't be having any of that newfangled stuff. Was probably covered in mycoids anyway. How about we have something simple? I can knock up some guardians on toast if you'd like. At Home with Tharg the Mighty is a Hutton Orbital Performers production, filmed in front of a live studio audience. Live, you say? I still hunger. Oh my, he's coming this way.
Starring in this year's episode, we had Commanders Palantir and Wotherspoon as the narrators, Cecil as some not-so-tasty cargo, Tharg the Mighty as himself, Dom from the Pilots' Federation as the Apex Aru driver, Commander Rampage as Tharg Jr. 1, and Commander Dav the Terminator, Darth Dav the Punisher, as Tharg Jr. 2. Well, that's entertainment of the quality that we've all come to deserve from the Hutton pilots, unfortunately. Still, it's not all bad news. It's now my pleasure and delight to hand over to the Pilots Federation's officially favourite commander. Here's Flossie with the Community Goal News. It's Flossie. It's Flossie, it's Flossie, and the community girls. Hello, it's Flossie here with this week's Community Girls News. Last week's CGs, Ages of Salvation's Appeal for Guardian Artifacts. Salvation's Appeal 1. The Aegis Appeal failed to reach even Tier 1. <laughs> New CGs, 1st the 8th of July, 3307. Fight for or against Azalachu's free independence. Conflict has erupted between the Azalachu free and Nesh in factions as multiple federal systems declare independence. They don't like snooping federal officials. As a Ladshu, Free withdrew from the Federation, which turned three systems independent. Three others are on the verge of declaring independence. Coalition of Uteran, LP726-6-3, and Gluskap Labour. Mayor Constanza Nogura, leader of Azalachu Free, is quite clear she doesn't like the Federation. Federal President Zachary Hudson has decided that the mayor is a criminal and is determined to stop her. Shadow President Felicia Winters faced criticism, criticism for allowing the succession to occur within her sphere of influence. She reiterated that she does not support the rebellion, but does consider the Proactive Detective Bureau to be unconstitutional. Azalatu Free has offered credit rewards to any pilots willing to help secure its independence by handing in combat bonds at Eratosthenes Ring in the Azalatu system. Depending on how well Azalatu Free does, more systems will become independent. But if they're stopped by Neshing, then the Federation will keep control of them. The two factions have set out seven-day campaigns, which will end when the top tier is reached by either faction on early on Thursday the 8th of July. And that's it for this week's CCG News. Flossie told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to be in the studio with you all, instead of being at home feet up, relaxing over a nice glass of something delicious, eating rare and tasty delicacies. So I won't. I suppose it's inevitable. They they did warn me that this time would come, but it all happened so fast. It's the apology officer with the sports results. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free ticket to virtual LaveCon. This LaveCon, we have the following events. The Tuning In Galaxy-Wide Tournament of Tournaments Tournament. The How Much Buffy Breakfast Can I Fit in the Car Before They Come After Me? Challenging Challengers Challenge. The We Need 10 Billion Ferrero Rocher for the Ambassador's Reception. 
Cup of the Cup Winners Cup. The Edelweiss's thong has escaped and needs to be captured alive. Competition of competing competitors. The Raffle Table of Wonders. League of Leagues, League Leaders League. The Simon farted in the fun bus and won't put the windows down. Enduring Endurance Endurathon. So, buy your raffle tickets early, get in the queue for lunch and sign up for game sessions well in advance. The LaveCon classified results are... Mark Santius, 56. The Shriek, 45. Baron von Marlon, 71. Roger O'Bean, 41. Montgomery Python, 451. Mindwipe, 178. Mazar Curin, 256. Caldi Rossi V2, 200. James the Fox, 4,800. Protomaniac, 129. Al Quan Zime, 333. Space O367, 141. North Britain Group Stage Specialists, have a good home. South Britain Sudden Grossbritannians, 2. Ich habe so viel Wurst gegessen, no. West Britain, Men of Harlick, no. Making Bacon, four. Queen of Kakari, two. Hagel Caledonian Thistle, two. Lighten 145-141 Blue Bottles, one. Lave Brandy Wines, two. Nice one for Lave there. And decals for Baron von Marlon and Al Quarizimi. Apologies for my pronunciation. Please email i2path at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a tin of orange paint and a furious Frenchman who shouts NO whenever you ask for help. There seems to be only one Hutton run this week, but it is a good one by Commander Socrates Ectoplasm. They have logged a time of 1 hour, 22 minutes and 24 seconds. That's just 4 seconds off the record and puts them in 4th place overall. Just so close. Have you tried all of the board games? Did someone put you into Alien Isolation VR and watch you scream yourself into Catatonia? Have you run out of cushions to balance on Sleepy Simmons? It sounds as though you may have a dose of LaveCon fatigue or a very short attention span. Why not? Yeah, I see the butterfly, but I need you to listen. No, you can't eat that. Do not touch the teletype machine. Oh, for f- listen, just go to hot.forthelog.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before scampering off into the void to do some missions. No bounty hunting. No exploration. Ooh, guardian sites. Let's face it, anything has to be better than discovering you only have a bronze virtual LaveCon ticket and then have to watch the whole thing on dial-up. Well, it's way past my bedtime. The gold-plated hippo in the purple tutu says I'm starting to hallucinate. So it's back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. Someone has got to explain how that all works someday, and also why I have a link this late in the show when they know I've got an Apex taxi waiting to take me back in interdiction-free comfort to Daft's Hope. I'm going to go and get my coat while Amelia lets us in on the secrets that she's uncovered in this week's Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. I know that many of you were wondering what it was that I was sampling last week that kept me from my usual report, but you'll have to wait a week longer to find out. Suffice to say that I'm okay. The visions have stopped, the room has stopped swirling, and I'm now no longer covered in bees. This week, however, it's so rare a commodity that its availability hasn't been measured in tons at each visit, or even the amount you can get each day. It's the actual company of other pilots. This commodity, until the start of the year 3306, was abundant throughout the galaxy. Pilots would gather at eating establishments, at events, and sometimes simply pop around each other's houses. 
They'd congregate in mass at Lavecon, share time at the bar, fight over the last remaining seat at the talks, and battle over a game of cards. Or werewolf. Or who got the next go on the VR. This commodity varied in price from the simple application of a little bit of time to the price of a ticket to an event, or the galactic travel to meet far-flung commanders from across the galaxy. When meeting, commanders exposed to this rare contact exhibited such things as hugging, or handshakes, or sometimes just the blokey nod and the, all right, mate. It was infectious. And not in the itchy, nasty kind of way, but in the we-want-to-do-this-more mode. Yes, contact with other pilots is addictive. Highly addictive. So are the hugs, and the games, and the shared experiences. In terms of value, this rare commodity is priceless. Then, of course, there's the danger. Addiction is just one side effect, but there are others. There is the risk that if you're too generous when around other commanders during a raffle, you'll need a forklift to take your pri prizes home. At least one commander has risked life and limb by disappearing under a pile of such things. Then there's the risk of falling asleep at the bar, only to wake at three in the morning and attempt to walk to your tent, narrowly avoiding a huge pit en route. Of course, there are risks of invasion by dangerous man-eating field mice and rabid wedding parties in the proceedings, but these are few and far between. All in all, for the last year and a half, the fact that this has become a rare is just, well, rubbish. Hollow me hugs just aren't the same. But with hard work and perseverance, I'm absolutely convinced that this rare will become a commodity again very soon. I'm Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest from LaveCon. I'm looking forward to trying out company again soon, and I'm absolutely sure in this case that you have to, too. Thank you very much for that sentiment, Amelia. Oh, I've got yeah, a bit of grit in my is. eye. I have got a little bit of grit. I know. Or, or is it an onion or something like that in my eye? <laughs> oh. I need a real bone fight, Squatch. Well, as, I mean, as we've, we've got the graveyard shift here on the first day of the LaveCon, um, yeah, it was it was appropriate to sort of, I, I suppose, to yeah say that we miss everybody terribly. Terribly. And I know we get to speak to you on the radio show, and I know we get to sit here in the studio, and we get special guests like Dav come on. But I tell you what, there is absolutely no substitute for for being there in person. And what, you know, whether it's at LaveCon or whether it's you know at the various Hut and Pizza meets or just popping round to play a I don't Damn know, so game easier to crazy. get someone to buy you a drink in those circumstances. <laughs> oh, yeah, ab absolutely. <laughs> But no, I mean, this is sort of a little bit of a hippie message of sort of love and hugs to the entire community from us here at Hutton Orbital Radio. We are so looking forward to the next time that we can actually get together in person as well. And yeah, well done to the team from Lave, uh, to Mr. Cow and to the Tech Monkey and to all those people that contributed today for bringing a little bit of fun to the galaxy. Um, it's been lovely to see it. And there's more tomorrow, I understand. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yes! tomorrow? Yeah, we're all going to go and see Flossie in, in Flossie's little little shop, aren't we, Flossie? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I hope so. Is it a little shop? Because I saw a picture and it looked quite big. Actually, it is quite big, actually. Yeah. Yes. It's a more of a supermarket kind, kind, it, of, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. With a, a huge uh, sort of apartment upstairs, which is where... Well, <laughs> yeah, and and um, then obviously that there is the uh, the LaveCon raffle um, oh. details are available on I mean via the Lave Radio website and follow all the links I'm sure, and um, 
lots and lots of wonderful prizes. I mean, the Pilots Federation, um, Dav, have, have donated a couple of goodies to it as well, I understand. I mean, they may not have told you, but I think they have. <laughs> uh, not my department, mate. I'm sure it's all covered. <laughs> Absolutely. And there are some epic 3D printed goodies. I know at least a couple of the Hutton truckers have been throwing things in the tin. I think there's an enormous spaceship. I'm not sure if it's a, a free Hutton Anaconda, but there's a, there's a great big spaceship and all, all sorts in the raffle as well. I, I mean, as they always do, uh, benefiting their two charities or the two charities they support, not their charities. Um, obviously, Special Effect. I mean, we all love Special Effect. We all know Special Effect really, really well. But also, Lavecon, for the last oh, no, a couple of years now, has also supported the Ayla's charity. Ayla's Danlos charity. Yep. Which is a very, very worthy cause indeed. Um, so the, I believe the, the takings from the raffle are split between the two charities. All very worthy. Uh, the draw for that is later in the afternoon. Now, I did know that Mr. 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 Well, Mr. Psycho Cow, can we invade yet? Mr. Psycho oh. Cow's upstairs as well. And do you know what? We've got all of two minutes to talk to him as well because the timing worked. Well, I'm in shock. To, yeah, but he's in charge also of pulling the switch. So it's as much yeah. as little time as he allows us. Um, well, we, we can invite him in, but I, because he's got, got the wrong permissions, you see, I can't actually drag him in. So somebody poke Cow and just open the door for him. Hang on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm messaging him now. There we go. Oh, I don't need your permission. I'm here with the entirety of our our, our uh, Lavecon madness. For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. Mug. Well, it's, it's lovely to have you back back on the the, the show. Yeah. Or be oh, briefly. I've not thought this through. <laughs> run away quick um so um tomorrow's schedule i mean you're back on tomorrow yeah we well, are back on from in the morning from the morning sometime yeah. with stuff it's the morning in about one minute <laughs> oh, no, no. i timed it right you did yeah. still need, did you still oh, need to go into a room and pull all those cables out and put all the mic or the the microphones of the big speakers away and all that kind of thing yeah yeah, that's, that's the next bit, and then then we go through to the bar. Yeah, and and what time? What time is the raffle closing tomorrow for entries for the raffle? Twelve, I believe. Twelve lunchtime. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And if they people want to get a couple of raffle tickets to join in, where might they go to find them? Um. If, okay. Um. So I'm just going to kill the feed in my ear, which is going around loopy. Um. To drive tickets, if you want to go and see the tickets and the prizes and stuff, then it's raffle.laveradio.com and you'll be able to get the prizes from there. And um, that's where they'll be on sale until 12. And you can have a look at the prize list. It's a really it's a stunning prize list. So, I mean, amazing generosity from people. Uh, as is always the case. I mean, it, it, I think Amelia's words earlier about we're all missing each other, but everybody's still ge really, really generous when it comes to the charity side of things. So um, even if we can't get together in person. Yeah, I did realise that by coming in here, I am uh, looping everything round in circles. So I'm going to step out because it's too noisy, and I'll catch you guys <laughs> afterwards. Well, thank you for coming to join us, anyway, Mister Cow. Toodle pips. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. Bye. Ta ta. Right. Now, as promised, we were told we had till midnight, and I've just seen my clock tick over to zero zero colon zero zero. So it remains for me to say well, you, thanks to the you, you, know, you can't guess what I've got that's just turned into a pumpkin. <laughs> well, oh, just put it away. It's not yeah, big and it's I, not I can't now. I can't now. It's the size of a pumpkin. And the colour as well. Oh, it's just not. Yeah. That's just, oh, that's scary. Yeah. But anyway, look, thank you very much, Commander Palantir, for pushing the buttons mm -hmm. this evening and for broadcasting everything. Um, thank you to Amelia for coming back this week and, and, and being well and spreading messages of love to everybody out there I in the community. Better. You did get better. better. You turned into a newt at I one point. Better. But, you know. Yeah, I got better. <laughs> Thank you to the apology officer for the very apt sports results. Oh, happy to help that I can. And to Commander Chicks for all the information on Hutton Systems and the BGS. Mm, you're welcome. To Commander Wotherspoon, who is still here, albeit he's still trying to pull the gaffer tape off his mouth. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Commander Wotherspoon. <laughs> to our super, super special guest, uh, Dav the Terminator. And it's a good night from him. <laughs> to Commander Flossie, who is officially the Pilots Federation's favourite. Oh, thank you. And it's a good night from me. <laughs> oh, from him. <laughs> and, of course, to our guests, uh, Commander Rampage, for their 
and uh, to Dom for their voices earlier during the sketch. Uh, this show will be uploaded um, as well to the Hutton YouTube channel and to the radio station over the next few days. But there is only one remaining thing to say to everybody, and that's... For the mug! For the mug! 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 Journey too long, or cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. I'm gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more For the more For the more For the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more For the more For the more For the more Yeah, everybody's seen the trucker's song Flossie always seems to crash into the sun Skibble likes to pile it on the Xbox One Having out the free, you know, leads us well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody out For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Chucker's song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Chucker's song. Give me a large pad that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cruising to No journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the Chucker song. For the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the Chucker song. Before we start this evening's broadcast, we or he would like to remind everyone that whilst Hutton Orbital News is a factual news programme, we do report the facts as we see them. And that often means looking at them through our own very specially crafted lenses and occasionally a microphone that's misbehaving. Nothing you hear in the next hour, or maybe hour and a tiny bit if we're overrunning, should be taken in any way seriously. We certainly don't when we're writing it. Over in Shinrata, whilst everyone else is having fun in lave, 
a lone member of the Pilots' Federation is sitting at his desk. You thought you were going to trip me up there, didn't you? Long lens and grainy photographs of this Imperial Senator with that Federal Animals... Federal Admirals! Husband, oh dear, that's an entirely different one. And, of course, the usual smattering of... It looks like uh, I'm reading this one as Commander Wotherspoon doesn't have to. Um, he seems to have been interdicted by the curse of Mr. Dusty. Commander Chicks... Only one remaining thing to say to everybody, and that's... For the mug! For the mug! Mug, 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 <laughs> Seamless. 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 Yes. I'm Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so 